for listening to Natural Magic, written and narrated by Molly Srivens. Chapter 23, Ayan. Key looked relieved that Matt had finally eaten lunch, but he remained subdued on the way to history class. He sat in his usual place, hair still down, covering his face. Reed coughed and looked at Ayan. Is he okay? Ayan put her hands up to show she didn't know, remimed sleeping, and then mouthed. Not sleeping. Ayan nodded, but she didn't have anything to add. The history lesson that day was about the old kingdom of Alai and its relation to the conflict between Nefrail and Lanacra. Naturally, Miriam knew a lot about it, down to why the early Alayan kingdom had led to modern-day Alai's national motto, Knowledge and Water. The Alayan people depended, and still depend, heavily on the Weeping River, on which the kingdom was founded. But they also depended heavily on Magitek, and until the last century, Ulai was the leading country in Magitek on Nidian. Matt was quiet, as usual, though he took extensive notes. When the class was over, he left without a word to the girls. During their break, Miriam decided to spend some extra time studying for the physics test she would have the next period, so Ion wandered over to the lightning ball pitch to watch the other students play and make plans for Tilly's birthday. She knew Miriam said she didn't want to celebrate, but she hoped she could honor them both anyway. She knew her recess period was over when she saw the lightning ball players break up their game and other students crossing the lawn from the main building. She picked up her bag and headed to her Fundamentals of Sewing class. How is the physics test? She asked Key as she took a seat next to the other girl. Key had physics fifth period, along with Tilly. It was easy. I was surprised, considering Miss Putium never smiles. I thought her tests were going to be as bad as Miss Thielman's. Reed confirmed Matt didn't sleep last night. I didn't think he would. Ion waited for Key to elaborate. When she didn't, she changed the subject. I wonder what we're going to do today. Key's face broke into a broad grin. I don't really care. It's going to be fun. Key had taken to Mr. Depping almost as quickly as Ion had. The first weeks of class, he had divided his students based on their sewing knowledge. Newer students, like Key, had played games and done activities to study sewing tools and learn the vocabulary specific to the class, while more experienced students, like Ion, had been assigned presentations to present a basic sewing tutorial to the new students. Ion had taught the others how to make a pincushion. But the last of the students had presented the day before, and Ion secretly hoped they would no longer be dividing. Good afternoon, all. Mr. Depping had dropped his illusions by the third week of school and was now dressed in crisp black trousers and a wrinkle-free Faraday shirt with the typical orange and white striped ties the teachers wore. Now that we know the basics, it's time to talk about projects. You will have a couple of small assigned projects each quarter, but the meat of this class is for larger projects, which you will select. These four projects will also count as your exam grades. Your projects should be meaningful to you, so make something that you want to make. That being said, remember this quarter ends on the third of here. Don't bite off more than you can chew. Ion was grateful that last idiom was the same in Eimk. Otherwise, she might not have made sense of what he said. Mr. Depping turned to her. For those of you who are also studying fabric magic, you can use this as an opportunity to put into practice the theory you've learned in fourth period. He turned away from her, probably giving a meaningful glance to two other freshmen who were also taking his sewing magic class. 
Before you begin your project, I must approve it. If you're not sure what you would like to do, feel free to peruse my books. With a wave of his hand, he indicated the bookshelf at the back of the room. You have the rest of the period to select a project. After giving such a speech, other teachers might have sat down at their desks to wait for students to approach them. But Mr. Depping instead circled the room, and as the majority of the class went to the books, he soon meandered towards Key and Ion, who had not stood up. Mr. Depping pulled out a chair and sat near them. Do you girls have an idea of what you would like to do for your projects? Key didn't hesitate. I want to make a set of thesage clothes. Tunic and skirt? Tunic and trousers. With or without embroidery? Key stroked the embroidery at the hem of her shirt with her thumb. It's not really thesage clothing without embroidery. It's ambitious for someone who's never sewn before. Thesage clothing is fairly simple. Ion tried to come to Key's defense. It's mostly rectangles. They are designed to minimize fabric waste. But with the embroidery, it'll be time-consuming. Mr. Depping's eyes were still on Key. Make the trousers first. The tunic can always be a semester project. Key agreed, and Mr. Depping turned to Ion. And what about you, Miss Tain? A pair of silent pajamas for my roommate, so she won't wake me up in the morning. She hadn't spoken seriously, but Mr. Depping seemed to think she had. Also ambitious. Silent clothes are not easy. Part of Ion wondered if this was a test. You do silence with flash, shiny fab, laces, ruffles. You trick the fabric into being visually loud instead. Key stared at her as if she had lost her head. Mr. Depping just smiled. Still, it was not easy. But... It would make a good first quarter project. Demonstrate your skills first, and then we can talk about more complicated things. Oh. Mr. Depping stood and walked away. Ion wasn't sure why she had been arguing in the first place. She'd had plans to work on clothes for Miriam anyway, and a simple quarter project would give her time to focus on her other classes. When Mr. Depping's class ended, Ion headed to physics. As Key had said, the test wasn't too difficult. In fact, the most difficult part was Mrs. Putyam silently stalking the rows, glaring at each student's test with her eagle eyes. Ion double-checked a couple of her answers, just because she could feel Mrs. Putyam's stare judging her from over her shoulder. Then she turned in the test, and with that, the week was over. For dinner, they had grilled cheese sandwiches, which reminded Ion just a bit of home. Though it wasn't the seasonal bread of Antarand, it was clearly homemade. Large leaves of kale sat between layers of soft white cheese, and it was served with fresh fruit, as Ion had learned was standard practice in the frail. She settled in with her dinner as the other girls discussed their plans for the weekend. I think we should go bowling. I bet Matt's never been bowling. Where is Matt? Miriam asked without looking up. Our channeling objects class got canceled, so he went to his room to sleep. Bowling? Tilly repeated. Actually, you have plans with your friends from Pothos. Miriam interrupted Key, and then glanced up at Ion wide-eyed before returning her gaze to the table. Ion stifled a laugh. She looked just like Matt did when a teacher called on him. Actually, I wanted to check on Matt. And Tashit said the shooting sports team was meeting this weekend. Tashit? Our student head? So have you guys met before? Miriam snuck a glance at Key. I think I was nine, the last time we saw each other. Ion was surprised to hear Key answer one of Miriam's questions without her usual annoyance. It must have showed on her face, because she explained. 
Mostly Saji meet at least a couple times in their lives. We're all one big family. Anyway, I ran into her in the hallway and she invited me. Shooting sports are popular in the frail. She turned to Ion. What about you? Bowling? Ion had a feeling she made the same face Key had. I kind of want to get started on my project for Mr. Depping's class. She hoped to finish it early so she would have more time to study when their other exams rolled around. And we have that paper for imp literature. Tilly nodded. Wait, you have a literature paper too? This time, Miriam was cut off guard enough that she did look up. Key did too. Yeah, we have to write our favorite part of Marcus Pfeiffer's travel journal. Devil of the Depths. Miriam and Key said together, naming a different book than Ion and Tilly's. We have the same assignment for Nefralian literature. So we're taking the same class in different languages. Typical Faraday. Ion nodded, remembering the registration form that came with her acceptance packet. Freshman literature. On the bright side, we could probably work together this weekend. Even if we're writing on different books, our teachers are probably expecting the same essay format. Miriam and Key nodded along with us, and finally, Tilly sighed. Okay, we'll go bowling later. You have been listening to Natural Magic, written and narrated by Molly Sturgis. The role of Ion was played by Brittany Nunez. Tilly was played by Indy Jones, and Key was played by C.J. Brandon. Stephanie of the Drift played Miriam, Michael Garnett played Reed, and Christopher Sroges lent his voice to Mr. Deppin. Music from Pixabay. Cafeteria ambiance from Ambient Sound Mixer. To learn more about our artists or to read this book online, find The Stitchwitch's Apprentice on Tumblr, or follow the links in the show notes.